Yogi, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to this week's episode of Books, Bourbon, and Business. I am Clifford Walker, the Cowboy Closer here. So I have a real special treat for everybody today. I have Mrs. Mrs. Cowgirl Closer. <laughs> I'm not sure how to... <laughs> How to introduce you, but my wife, Brandy Walker, has graced us with her presence on this episode. And I must say, I, I am excited about this. I am a little nervous for whatever reason after how long we've we been together? 11, 10, 11, 11 years. 11 years. Uh, I still get a little nervous. So <laughs> um, this is not a scripted podcast. This isn't an edited podcast. So it's going to be as organic as it possibly can. But the whole point, well, say hi. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, everyone. Uh, I just want to say that I'm really um, glad to be here. I'm happy that Clifford uh, chose to bring me on today. I think that it's going to be exciting. I can't wait to see what's in store. <laughs> nice. And I will say this, although this is books and bourbon, I know you're not a bourbon gal. Yeah. So we are enjoying tequila on this episode. <laughs> so that's Margarita. all right. Margarita. So we yes. will, uh, I like to cater to the guests. So thank you. I absolutely. That. Absolutely. So what I wanted to, and I'm excited, I'm really, I really am excited to have you here and have this conversation with you. you. But I wanted to talk to you about entrepreneurship, mm -hmm. kind of our struggles and <laughs> successes and being married to me. <laughs> <laughs> And and just your your honest perspective, not just of course being with me, but things that you saw your spouse go through as we took this leap of faith into mm -hmm. entrepreneurship. Because um, I didn't come from an entrepreneurial background, um, so I was the first in my family to take that leap of faith and say, "Okay, I'm not." going to work a nine to five. Mm -hmm. And it's funny how I don't think that I've always wanted to be an entrepreneur, but it was always in the back of my mind until, of course, you know that my trucking company laid me off years ago. Old Dominion Freight. <laughs> name dropping. We're name dropping. <laughs> Um, but but I love it because I'm a firm believer that everything happens uh, for you and not to you, because had it not been for that situation and you knew that I sincerely loved working with that company. Absolutely. Um, you, you mentioned that you would love to retire from there. Yeah. And uh, then we had an unexpected layoff there mm -hmm. and I was one of the few that got laid off. So that pushed me into, or us rather, into starting our own trucking company. So I think that people don't know that too about me, but 
before I got into real estate investing, we had our trucking company, which was a phenomenal experience. So I guess, I mean, like, where do you, I don't even know, cause this isn't scripted. What the first question would be. Well, first I, let me, let me say this also. Thank you for always being supportive. When I got laid off from Old Dominion and said, you know what, let's start our own trucking company. I'm sure there was thoughts in your mind like, I don't want to cuss, but like, oh, crap, <laughs> <laughs> you know, but you didn't you didn't share any of that anxiety with me or put that on me. And you were just like, well, let's do it, babe. And then when we transitioned into real estate investing, again, you were there to support me through this entire journey. So you as a spouse, like, and for other listeners, how important do you feel their spouse support is? Is that a, is that yeah, a good question? I think that's a great question. I think that spousal support is extremely important, but I feel like you need to paint a full picture because although we were, although you were laid off from your trucking company during that time, what was I doing? I had gone back to college, full-time yeah. college student. And you were, you were holding down the fort for the family while, while, while you allowed me the opportunity to go back and get my college degree, something that I always wanted to do, but didn't always have that uh, opportunity. So I feel like I would be a complete hypocrite <laughs> if I did not support you in your endeavors. You know, you completely supported me in my dreams. Um, during that time, you know, we, we literally, we were on one income. And I am a strong believer, you know, you, you only live once, like you don't sleep on your dreams. If you have a talent, if you have skills, do whatever you need to do to build those skills and to live the life that, that you want to live, you know? Right. And I, I feel like as your spouse, as your wife, that's what I signed up for. You know, I want to be your support, your number one supporter, your cheerleader, you know? For sure. And yeah. So, and I've always believed in you. Like you could come and to the house one day and say, babe, I want to be an astronaut. And I'm going to say, you know what? <laughs> you know, I'm going to support. I'm going to support whatever it is. We're going to go get you some moon shoes or some moon, some moon boots. <laughs> moon they, boots yeah. they make moon cowboy boots. I don't know. Oh, that'd be cool. Uh, yeah, I know, right? <laughs> Did you have like and it's so I'm I'm trying to honestly take me out of this conversation, mm -hmm. you know, because again, because we are married and this one is an interesting uh, conversation. But was there ever any doubts for you or like, oh, crap, I don't I don't know about this because also I'm going to give I'm going to give all the beans here. 
that people, which I don't mind sharing. So <laughs> when we transitioned from trucking into real estate, and for those of y'all that don't know, I first learned about real estate investing because when I was driving over the road, I heard a podcast and it was the breakfast club and they had a guest on there and he was speaking about wholesaling real estate. And he was talking about how he was making all this money wholesaling real estate. And I was like, wow, what is that? It really intrigued me. And it just started the spark from there. So that's why I say everything happens for you and not to you, because had it not been for me at that particular moment on that road, listening to that show mm -hmm. probably wouldn't have led me to where I am today at this moment. But I came home talking to you about real estate investing, <laughs> talking to you about wholesaling. Um, I went, what did we do? What, six, seven months on my own trying to figure out wholesaling real estate, trying to get my first deal mm -hmm. before we linked up with Kelton Todd. Shout out to him. He um, <laughs> is actually, Kelton was our first real estate investment coach and phenomenal guy. Phenomenal guy. guy. Really is. Great guy. Um, but I went, we went six or seven months with no deal, no traction. Mm -hmm. into trying to figure it out. Trying to own. figure it out with YouTube <laughs> University. Yeah. And so I'm just curious to know what your thoughts were during that six or seven months. Like, what is this? <laughs> what is this fool talking about? <laughs> what like, doing? I don't understand I, this I wholesaling. Say, I will say this. Um, we both come from a faith background. Mm -hmm. So I always had faith, you know? Um, but yes, this was definitely something new to me, but I wanted to approach it from, I don't know, like I, I just, I took it upon myself. Like you never asked me to do this or to be this. But every time you were on the phone with a homeowner, you know, you were still figuring things out, cold calling and things like that. I was a listening ear. Like I was ear hustling all day long. You know, I wanted to know what is he doing? You know, and and I think I, I always come from the. um just the helpmate angle, you know, should you ever need somebody, I need to know what to do in order to be able to help you or to assist you. So I need to learn the ropes as well. Whereas, you know, I, I wasn't watching the YouTube videos or YouTube university. I was just kind of sitting back, like just really peeping the scene and, and listening and learning and just soaking everything up like a sponge. And I think that that's definitely been beneficial um, to me. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And all I know too, is that I don't think another fun fact y'all is that she's the lady behind all my branding. <laughs> so <laughs> the cowboy closer originally came uh, from Mrs. Walker 
when that month, once I got linked up with Kelton and I think we did like six or seven deals that first month and you, I don't know, just made a comment or said something yeah, like, like, you're closing. Something about, all right, cowboy. All right, or cowboy closer. And, <laughs> and it just ran with it. So yeah, you stuck with it. Yeah. I love it. I love it. So and he has I, a lot of pet names aside from that. So I won't embarrass him today, but please yeah. Please don't. Please don't. So fun fact, yeah, that is that's where the cowboy closer came from. So thank you for that. You're welcome, baby. Um so you think that it's definitely important for people to have their spouse support, but of course we have listeners on the show that aren't married mm -hmm. or aren't in a relationship or what if they don't like, let's talk about that. Like I know some personal people whose spouse doesn't support this because they don't see the vision or they don't understand. Like, what are your, what are your thoughts or words of encouragement to that particular person that, that doesn't have that support? Because I couldn't fathom me personally, you not supporting me because I know that for one, I'm like, okay, shoot, I got to make this work, right? Mm -hmm. Like if I don't make this work, I'm letting you down. I'm letting our girls down. I'm letting our family down, you know? So having you there to encourage me when deals fell apart or things went south, kept encouraging me. So mm -hmm. what about those that don't have that support? I guess is what I'm asking. Well, I would say for someone to actually step out on faith and give real estate investing a chance, you know, they give it a try. They've already done the hardest part, you know, and that's something that you kind of have to figure out within yourself. Um, definitely, it's helpful to have that support. And I feel like if you do have a spouse that's not supportive, I feel like, um, you know, just pray about it. Just pray and say, you know what? I need, I need my spouse's support. I would like to have it, you know, and I feel like they'll come along, you know, as they see those deals rolling in and those checks coming in, you know, it's, it's, it's easy to become, you know, <laughs> get motivated. Then yeah. You, yeah. You get motivated. About you close the what? A $50,000 right? deal. 50, okay. Wait a minute. Let me rethink tell, this. Tell me more let about me, this. Let me go. Can we buy some pom-poms with that? Right. <laughs> I am about to be your number one cheerleader. So, yeah. So I, I definitely think that, um, that, if you don't have your spouse's support, you know, just pray about it and, and it'll all work out. Um, and for those that do not have a significant other, I, again, the hardest part is done. You've already motivated yourself to, to step out and, and to give this a try. So the hardest part is done, you know? Right. Um, and I feel, I strongly believe you're not, you're not in it alone. You know, no. you always have God on your side and um, he'll help lead the way. Yeah. And, and networks. 
like I'm, I'm a firm believer and I think that we both are now on coaching. Oh yes. And then getting a part of, uh, networks in your in your business of course we do real estate investing but this this show isn't just for real estate investors it's for your marketers your mm-hmm. e-commerce business whatever your business is um definitely connect with like-minded people and put yourselves around people that think like you that have that drive that have that vision because there's going to be months or times where deals fall apart. Things mm-hmm. don't work out the way that you want them to. Um, Absolutely. Maybe it, I mean, prime example, our new business that we just launched, we had, we launched it. <laughs> we got nowhere. So we had a second launch again and kind of went a couple feet and fell on our face and then relaunched it a third time. Third time's a charm. And now are starting <laughs> to get traction. So yeah. definitely being um, persistent persistent for mm-hmm. one. And then back on the topic of those that have spouses that aren't supportive, like you said, uh, 100%, definitely pray about the situation. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then make them a believer. Yeah. Um, I think that people will notice your drive and your ambition. And as they see you, you know, edit every day, chipping away at it, eventually over time, it's contagious. It's contagious. And they're going to be like, all right, well, he or she is, must be serious about it. So definitely do that. So that's, that's great for sure. So, Let's talk a little bit about Brandy Walker <laughs> um, because you have a lot of things going on too as well. Mm. And well, let's talk about how is it working together? So we were working together. You went back to work to go over, take over the journalism department, which I felt <laughs> some kind of way about not in a bad way not in a bad way because real estate of course isn't your dream or your passion but you know i'm like well dang i left i didn't feel like i lost my partner i didn't feel like that but it it definitely you felt a void yeah to a certain degree Mm -hmm. but i don't think it's easy working together either though well, okay, so I'll say this. So when Clifford first started um, experience, experiencing the successes of real estate investing, he's that guy. He was like, babe, you don't have to work anymore. <laughs> you know, I was actually working my first year um, as a school teacher and things were not going as I had planned. And, you know, he told me, Hey, if you don't like it, you don't have to, you know, life's too short. You don't, you don't have to sit there and work in a nine to five that where you're not comfortable or where you're not happy. So I took him up on that and left that job and started working with him, um, on a full-time basis. But I will say that 
as I would a say wife, we started working together as a full time on a full time. Right, basis. right. Yeah. Started working together. That's what I meant. And so, um, but there was still something missing in my personal life. Like I, it was great to be able to be there for him and to help him in whatever capacity he needed. But I still had some things within myself, you know, mm-hmm. um, as I mentioned before, um, he allowed me to go back to college. And, you know, once I earned my degree, which my degree was in broadcast journalism, um, I wanted to do something in that field. I wanted to fulfill those dreams. And when I found this job um, as a journalism teacher, I was like, oh man, this is awesome. And so we kind of talked about it and gave it a try. And I'm actually proud to announce I'm about to enter my second year as a journalism teacher. And um, I don't know what the future holds, but um, I still, I guess I have two jobs. Yeah. (laughs) Because, um, yeah, I still... I'm determined to still be that helpmate. I'm still determined to help him wherever he needs help. Um, Is it stressful at times? Yes, it can be. Um, But at the same time, I'm glad that I can help and that I, you know, that I am there to, in that capacity to be able to help our business. Yeah. What are, and I'm, I'm, (laughs) Oh boy. (laughs) So what are some of the struggles? I already know how I'm gonna answer this. Oh it's hilarious. Okay. What are some of the struggles that you saw and that I think that people, if you are married or in a relationship, and I think this kind of goes for any partnership, Mm -hmm. uh, whether you're married, it's a intimate relationship or whatever it is, just business partners in general, because business partners can essentially be like a marriage when you're starting a business together. But what are some of the roles or struggles that you saw that maybe people could look out for? Oh boy. Struggles. Um, I, I definitely feel like you and I have two different um, <laughs> schedules, <laughs> if you will. Um, Clifford is a morning person. He wakes up. He wants to open the blinds yeah. and let the sun shine in. Exactly. And I am putting the covers over my head like, oh, no, please tell me it's not time to get up. Um, yeah, I, I think. Um, I am a morning person. He's very much a morning person. I love person. the mornings. You know, get up, seize the day, and I'm like, let's just do this later, you know? I will um, say this. <laughs> the air is different, y'all, between 4 and 6 a.m. in the morning. Oh, it's very different. If The birds are chirping <laughs> at 4 and 6 a.m. Ain't no birds chirping after 6 a.m. And I'm just it's, getting into a good sleep at 4 a.m. Yeah, like, <laughs> you're a night owl, and I can't. I have, Oh, my God, Lord, no, I can't do that. But... I encourage you to at least try it getting up between that time and take a moment for yourself. It's nice for me because, you know, I get to read my devotionals. Mm -hmm. I get to have my coffee. Mm -hmm. Uh, 
the girls are asleep, you're asleep, the house is quiet. Mm -hmm. Like, I mean, it's 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 perfect. But in my own defense, I feel the same way at night. Yeah. You know, the girls are asleep, you're asleep. And it's like yeah. my creativity just opens up, you know, like I just I I thrive at night. Yeah. So <laughs> you're not right. <laughs> I'm going to bed by 930, yeah, 10 o'clock. But um, yeah, I just I think that um, aspect of, you know, getting on the same page, having the same work schedule uh, in order to get things done that that was you know yeah and that was that was something that i had to adjust to because you do things a little different on your time schedule <laughs> like <laughs> like if i need something done or something has to get sent out or whatever he gives it, me the deadline it's 48 hours before. <laughs> it's like okay I, I know you'll get it done absolutely so it's just that I had to say, okay, no, she's going to get it done when she, you'll meet the deadline. And that was it. It's not, <laughs> it's not when I want you to get it done. So a couple things that I noticed, and I think that people should keep in mind is that have roles and responsibilities yes. as, as your partner, you know, when you're going into business with somebody, rather, again, no matter who that is, mm -hmm. is sit down and have those conversations like, hey, this is what it is. Like, you're over XYZ. this ABC. Yeah. Like, you don't like talking to sellers or, or being on that acquisition side of the oh, business, no. and you don't. And I hate the data clerical bookkeeping side and I don't Editing. touch it. That's 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 your lane and I don't cross into it and you don't cross into my lane, you know. So I think setting up those roles and responsibilities are extremely important. I will say this, though. It's tough, y'all. <laughs> uh -oh. If you are in a relationship with your business partner and you get into a disagreement during <laughs> business. Don't expect to come home and have dinner ready. <laughs> yeah. Or it's like dinner's ready, but no, go get your go get your own plate. <laughs> it ha it hadn't been that bad though. But there's been some times where it's like, babe, that was that was work. This is this, this is, is personal this now. Is personal. So we gotta they kind of run into each other. They kind of run they into each other. Together. But so keep that stuff in mind, y'all, when working together, not just, again, not just with your spouse, but anybody. So keep the end goal in keep the end, Keep end the end goal in mind. In mind yeah. And understand also, I think that it's important, and you brought this to my attention, is shut it off. Know, know when to shut it off. Mm -hmm. Like, okay, work is done, five, six, seven o'clock, or whatever your time yes. is. It's like, Yes, <laughs> we're, we're not we're not talking about real estate right now or whatever the case may be. We're going to uh, enjoy each other's company. So Absolutely. that's not based around the business. So make sure you you shut it off. Um, more about more about Brandy. So 
can I tell them about our great things? Can I tell them about our book that you're writing? So <laughs> I don't know. I wasn't ready for this. Right. So of course you're a journalist, uh, you're a writer, mm -hmm. you are writing my book, yeah. which y'all know I cannot write. I can, <laughs> halfway write a complete sentence so this is but you know what i feel this like has been fun though that that's that's why we work so well together like yeah where you're weak i'm strong where you're strong i'm weak For you sure. know <laughs> we definitely complement each other in those areas so find somebody that compliments y'all absolutely right on <laughs> yes. your weaknesses yes so. and it's funny because when we obviously got together 11 years ago. I mean, we didn't think that. Yeah, we didn't think that. I didn't think either. I would need a, a writer. I didn't think I would need a copywriter, an editor, a bookkeeper. Oh, um, it's so perfect. What else? So, yeah, that's hilarious. <laughs> yeah. Um, but you are. You are working on some phenomenal things that will be coming out here. Uh, dates to be determined, but you have some things that are dropping. Yes. So um, talk a little bit about it. <laughs> Um, well, I am, I started my own website, um, our great things. <laughs> um, my, my reason in doing that, um, I went through journalism school at the University of North Texas, um, Shout out to UNT um, right. at the Mayborn School of Journalism. Mean Green. Mean Green, yes. And don't get me wrong. I, I'm a news junkie. I love the news. But I, I feel like it's kind of, was it, was it when the pandemic hit? I think it was a little bit before. Mm -hmm. um, but I started getting really... Um, I don't know. I just kind of found watching the news a little bit disappointing, um, which I understand the purpose of the news. Of course, we need to stay alert. We need to be aware of what's going on in the world around us. But I feel like they fell short in the aspect of they, they, they forgot the good things. They forgot the great things. I feel like us as a people, um, humanity still has so much, so much to offer each other. For you sure. know, there's so much love out there. Like, sure, you have your bad apples, but for the most part, humanity is good. Like, humanity we, is phenomenal. Yes, I believe. Yes, that. I, I am an optimist. In absolutely. Heart. I feel like if, if everything boiled down to it and we needed to help each other. We're going to help each other, sure. you know? Um, and I, I felt a void um, in, in the news. So that's why I came up with the idea of our great things. I wanted to just focus on um, not necessarily little sappy news stories, but just stories that reminded us of how good humanity, you know, still is. Um, and which I love that I sincerely do not just 
of course, me being your husband, but as an optimist, I mean, you know that I'm an extremely, I don't think I'm naive by any means, but I am an extremely positive person. Mm -hmm. I believe that there is more good in the world. And I think that, because you know, I don't hardly <laughs> watch the news, but I love hearing about positive stories, people making impacts in the community. Mm -hmm. And I think that you shining more light on that will go a long way, especially in today's society. It's just mm -hmm. more of what we need. Yes. So, no, I'm, I'm excited, extremely excited. And I'm, I, and mm -hmm. I'm not just saying that to see that blossom and mm -hmm. grow as you build it out and things of that nature. So, yeah. And just to kind of piggyback off of what you said, like I've, I definitely, I feel like this um, news element will will offer a bit of balance, you know? Yeah. It'll give some balance. You've got the good and you've got the not so good, you know? You, but, um, yes, either way, that's, I feel like that's where my heart um, felt the need to, to kind of focus on. Um, next, you mentioned the book. <laughs> yes. Uh, yes. Uh, so in the middle of the pandemic, when we were on lockdown, yeah, we um, Clifford and I both were looking for things to do, you know, just ways to, um, ways to keep our minds thriving and you know just think yeah. of new ways to to do things and so we came up with the idea of writing a book um for him and this has always been a, a lifelong goal for me i've always wanted to publish a book um i didn't think it would be a real estate <laughs> <laughs> um investing kind of book but yeah i i either way my my dreams um my dream of publishing my my own book. Um, I definitely see that in the near future. Um, and what better been, way to do it? <laughs> this has been an extremely fun experience for me because sitting down with you to write this book, like you have been able, I think because you understand me, because you know mm -hmm. that I'm really not a wordy guy mm -hmm. that I'm short, sweet, and to the and to the point. Mm -hmm. And so you've been able to articulate my words and put them in not just story format, but applicable. Is that the right word? Mm -hmm. <laughs> format. Uh, if format. I'm saying that right, yeah. you know, to where people can understand it and apply the information that we're giving them. So it's it's been really fun for me to see your ability as a writer to do that. Um, so yeah, hats off to you on that. Thank you. And I mean, we, we got to talk about books since we're talking about it, right? Mm -hmm. You can't wait till you feature that book on Books and Bourbon. I know, right? <laughs> so how, how have books and reading because you're a big reader as well. How how have books played a role 
not just in your career, but in your personal life and, and mm-hmm. as a wife, as a, as a mother. And I will say this early on as a child, books were emphasized. Um, I can think of my grade school teachers, um, Ms. Stouffer, shout out to Ms. Stouffer. Um, I just recall my teachers awakening like this side of me that I never knew was there. Now I did grow up, my parents encouraged reading, like we always read at home, um, but I just became an avid reader. Like I love reading. My imagination can just, you know, soar when I'm flipping between pages. You know, I, I love reading. Um, what is what what book do you feel has made the biggest impact or maybe not even the biggest impact? Just one of your go to enjoyable books that you love to I will say in my adulthood, I I appreciate a good self-help book. Yeah. I love self-care. I have to remind myself constantly (laughs) sometimes. Um, But I will say this. um, I do recall my English teacher in high school. um, She assigned a book for the class to read. I can't remember what that book was. But I was... I just wasn't feeling it, mm-hmm. you know, and during that time I had some things going on and, I, you know, I don't know, just all teenagers, you know, we have our stuff. So, and I just wasn't, I couldn't get motivated. Mm-hmm. I, I wasn't motivated and I, I did not even, you know, she'd assign chapters to read and I'm like, uh, you know, I'm not feeling this, <laughs> but she saw that Miss Smith, she saw that and she pulled me to the side and she said, you know what? I want you to look at this writer. Um, And it was a book by Zora Neale Hurston. Their eyes were watching God. And I I started reading that book. She allowed me to do like a project different from what the class was working on. So I appreciated that. And, but just her style of writing really resonated with me. because we're taught as writers to write, you know, in a proper way and everything is, you know, strict and to the T. Um, but Zora Neale Hurston, her style of writing, it's always intrigued me. Um, so, yeah, so I'd say she's one of my favorites. Um, but I and, and, and I also want to say this as an adult. I miss reading as much as I used to, you know, it's like the day-to-day responsibilities that we have, you know, it's kind of, it's challenging to get that time in. Right. But um, just over the summer and watching you with your books and bourbon and things like that, it's inspired me to uh, get back into reading more um and to start my own book club yes you are <laughs> you are so um 
yeah, so I'm excited to to have my friends. Gonna start out small, and I'm actually I have my lifelong group of sisters, sister friends. Mm-hmm. Um, they were all my bridesmaids when we got married, and so <laughs> we've all um, agreed to start meeting. And you know, we'll each person will have the opportunity to pick a novel to read. Um, and yeah, we'll just start there and just kind of keep it simple and see where it goes. I definitely just have fun with it. Yeah, have fun. That's sure. that's what reading is about. Reading is so fun. Yeah. So. I'm really big on that. I think that one, you definitely have to make time for it because it is Absolutely. really it's yeah. it's really easy to get mixed up into the day to day. And then make it fun. Mm-hmm. I think that I know for me growing up, oh my God, I dreaded reading. <laughs> Um, oh my yes, yes. Our like, daughter, she she hates, <laughs> she, she, hates hated, she hated us for making her read. You know, yeah. we would have we would have reading time, and she would just be like, "Ah, oh, my parents are so mean." Yeah. <laughs> but, but yeah, she's, it, she's she's reading now. Yeah, like she's, she's re- come around, yeah, beca- she's and that's him. why because yeah. we kept you know we kept we didn't force it, but we encouraged it. Yeah, you know. And now she enjoys reading. Now she loves reading. And and I feel like that's great. That's a great foundation um, for children, especially when you think about them um, going to college and, you know, things like that. Because you have to read a lot. Yeah, <laughs> you have to read stuff you don't want to necessarily yeah. read. But, um, yeah, so at least having that strong foundation in reading is extremely helpful. And one thing, too, on the topic of books and reading, I want people to understand, y'all, is that a lot of the times you're not always in a position to get coaching, uh, which, uh, again, I'm a firm believer of learning from somebody else's not just mistakes, but experiences, because it truly can fast track your success. But a lot of the times they've written a book or they have information, whether it's blogs or um, just all kind of resources available for you to read. So if you can't afford a coach to help you, then pick up their book, read their book. Like I'm learning from, I'm really cautious now about the books that I read um, in regards to business and leadership as we're scaling and growing, but I want to learn from billionaires. So I'm reading um, billionaires, you know, that have written books because that's their life experience and wisdom. No, I can't go and get, um, you know, Warren Buffett or Ray Dalio or jay-z or somebody to (laughs) to coach me yet yet but i can pick up their books and i can read that so i encourage you to to always you know if it's an industry or whatever that you're looking to get into and you can't get coaching because remember y'all i was new to entrepreneurship i didn't know the first thing about leadership uh other than leading my family (laughs) Uh, I didn't know the first thing about, you know, building a team, scaling a team, uh, ROAS. I didn't even, a year ago, a couple years ago, I didn't even know what a ROAS was. I didn't know <laughs> what a return on ad spend was. So uh, 
definitely make sure you're educating yourself. So um, any last words? I know we're getting a little long here. <laughs> any last words before we hop off or words of encouragement or things that you want to leave them with? Um, I will just say that um, if it's something that you really want, um, just, just work at it, you know, educate yourselves. Um, I really like the idea uh, that you just mentioned about, you know, if you can't reach out and touch these people, read their books, yeah. you know, see what they have to say, because that's, those are their thoughts in between those pages. And, and you can, you know, get firsthand, um, insight on, on how they feel and what their uh, beliefs are. Um, yeah, other than that, I just want to well, say I've, thank you for no, having me on. Absolutely. <laughs> thank you for your time. And, and even though you're my wife, you know, I appreciate you being generous with your time and being here and sitting down and talking with, with not just me, but everybody. So thank you. I love you for that. And uh, how can how can they how can they reach you? How can people <laughs> find you? Uh, well, I am definitely I'm on your Facebook page. You can find me there. Um, social media. Um, I am. I think I'm B Walk B Walk on Instagram. I think B E E underscore W A L K. I think. <laughs> That's horrible. You put yeah. me on the spot. <laughs> oh my gosh. I don't, I'm not big on social media, but yeah, I, I'll have to double check that. <laughs> but I think it's V E E underscore W A L K. Walk. Well, look her up. You can find her. You can find, <laughs> you can her. She's, find she's, me through him. How about not, that? She's not hard. I'll to be find. right next to him. So that way you can stay updated as you start to release your, your things that, that you're working on. So, Awesome, y'all. I hope and pray that this was a value and, and not just us out here drinking tequila and, <laughs> and having a good conversation. <laughs> I enjoyed it uh, nonetheless. So have a good one, y'all. It was a pleasure to be here and chat with y'all. And we'll catch y'all on the next one. Take care. Bye. <laughs>